Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Let's go to war. Let's go to war! 
Wrestling Authority Radio with your host, Chaotic Katie, the voice, Paul Eubanks, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Lock and load, wrestling fans. It's time for war. Welcome, everyone, to another loaded edition of Wrestling Authority Radio, live right here inside the ER. This is Sadistic Sean David, joined with my co-host, the Dean of Wrestling Referee, Steve Kane. And she'll be back. I'm right here. I'm just making sure that's who I thought it was in the, in the, yeah. And she is, she is the reason why... <laughs> this show can't, never will be, could never will be. I will not, it, I will not ever, ever, ever allow it to be a bag of dicks. Yay. So we are yeah. all here. She got it right uh, this time. Got it right this time. Um, I think, I think the fact that I showed up threw her off last night. We yeah. will probably Holy get shit, cut yep. off right at uh, 10 o'clock like we did last night. I don't know what's Shitty. going on. I need to email Blog Talk and find out what's going on. Um, yeah, there's the they've Skype, eliminated the, the after Skype party is connecting up. Yeah, well, I know. Those Skype, the Skype connecting up, so we had to use Direct Connect, and I think Direct Connect automatically cuts off at the two-hour mark for whatever Lovely. reason. I've never had that happen, direct uh, connecting, but um, it's it's interesting because blog talk well, is always making again, changes. Well, but then again, last night, I mean, my computer decided to go shut off in the middle of everything, and I came oh, back wow. on, tried to get back through. It said I was already on, so I called, so I phone called it in, and it was just, uh, it was a mess. It was a mess. Um, well, folks, uh, our uh, our story that we broke last night um, about uh, the uh, Mexican Valet Enigmatica has uh, the uh, major wrestling news wires. Um, she actually uh, was going into convulsions from uh, the concussion from the chair shots that uh, the um, <coughs> wrestler who's who goes under the name of Black oh Skellar, um, gave her. Um, so, and apparently, uh, in the area there, uh, are, have all agreed to donate money to help pay for her medical costs. Uh, well, this is how I feel about that. I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Oh, I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Oh, if you don't leave me alone, you're going to have to send me home. Because I'm about to whip somebody's ass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how how do you fucking assault not only another wrestler, but a woman? Yeah. A woman. Yeah, how are you going to go do that? Exactly. I don't get it. I don't understand. I mean, 
it, it, it's okay. It's not so much she was assaulted. Assaulted could have, could have meant anything. But she, they brutalized her. They smacked her face off the pavement, the whole bit. Okay? And nobody did a damn thing. That's what disturbed me the most. Nobody did a damn right. thing. Nobody came That's, to your aid. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, I mean, honestly, had, I mean, were, were I the, you know, ref in that match, I would have immediately stopped the match. And if I had to, I would have physically intervened, pulled, pulled him off of her oh, at the risk of my own physical safety because I would have, yeah. I would have seriously, I would have seriously knocked this guy into the middle of next week. And I would I have cured if I'd never worked for that promotion oh, again. Absolutely. Oh, I would have, been coming, I would Absolutely. have came through the crowd yeah. at two or eight. I would have covered her with my body if I had to. I mean, this thing I mean, there were there were members of the audience that were trying to protect her, and he was pushing them around. Absolutely ridiculous, uncalled for. Um, That's disgusting. You know, it does not give a good presentation of what the wrestling business is in 2018. It sure as hell doesn't. Nope. I mean, I don't... I I told people, if that were to ever happen at one of my shows and something like what happened at my last show were to ever happen again, I will be the one coming out there, if it's not Steve Kane or my brother, that will be putting a stop to all of that. Because that was bullshit. For anybody that doesn't know, we had four wrestlers decide to go into the business for themselves and cost me my security deposit, which has never happened. I, I, I broke a fucking venue's table and didn't lose my security deposit. Okay? Never lost a security deposit ever. Because the table's reasonable. table's reasonable. It seriously is. Think about it. It's a table. I, I don't understand. I, I, number one, this venue should never have allowed it or allow these people back for that kind of catastrophe because I sure as hell yeah. wouldn't want that tied to my business. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I mean, looking at it, looking at it from the video, and this is what I don't get. I mean, it's like it was like outside somewhere and. I'm still trying to figure out exactly, you know, what the, you know, what the location and the situation was. I mean, I've gone to uh, the promotions page and of course, you know, you try, you try and translate um, from that. And I'm, you know, and my Spanish isn't as good as it used to be. um, Right. Just because of lack of, lack of using it and that right oh uh, but uh you know between what i try what i was trying to you know read through and then uh running it through google and that it just you know it didn't make sense and there was really no information showing anything really solid as far as um you know where where this was and all of that. I mean, it looks to me like it was like out, you know, in the outdoor, uh, what might have been the seating area, some cafe out there or somewhere like that. Uh, it's just, you know, I mean, it's like, okay, you know, who, you know, 
approved this, uh, you know, approved this show happening? And did they, you know, did they have any clue about who the people that they were bringing in were and what they were like, things like that? It's just, you know, I just, I don't get it. I I don't think we're meant to. You know, I mean, I mean, two or three days go. later, and I'm, and I'm still sitting here shaking my head. Absolutely. No. As we all are. How? Yeah. You know, if um, this speaking, happened in the United States, there uh, would be people losing their shit. But it happened in Mexico. Meanwhile, the right. people up here. And it's, Amer- and it's Americans that are, that are losing their you-know-what over it. Yeah. This shit. <laughs> well... Speaking speaking of results, uh, David Atunga was almost a crime victim. Oh wow! Um, Holy! Uh, just just uh, just the other day, and he and he spoke to me today about this. Um, it, apparently, like a few days ago, he just uh, finished a workout and um, was. Uh, Going outside to, uh, you know, leave the leave the gym. He caught a burglar inside his car. Wow! So he apparently pulls the guy out of the vehicle, has him by the neck, and he says, "I go yoke him up," and dude just starts pleading with me. No, sorry, please don't hit me. Don't hit me. Don't hurt me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and David said, I almost feel bad for him. Like, I'm so PO'd. I'm ready to tear this guy's head off, and then he's pleading with me. So the dude had a knife, and he could have stabbed me. He could have tried it, but he didn't. I just thank God that it wasn't my time. Pretty scary. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm. I'm in shock. That's. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, and if you know, and if any, and if you've ever seen, I mean, you, you know, you see David Atunga on the uh, pre-shows on the uh, WWE pay-per-views and that, but, you know, the clothing does not belie the man's size if you were to you know go back and watch some videos of him um during during his active uh in ring time i mean he is jacked cut ripped every every word that you want that you want to use i mean you know the guy belongs on the cover of like every bodybuilding magazine that exists. That's you know that's 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 the that's the kind Cut. of physique that uh, David Otunga has. Oh, I mean, you set you know, and you set uh, somebody like him 
up where he's got it, where he's got a guy by the neck, and that, I mean, the fact that the guy's alive is, hell, incredible. It's, it's yeah, it, he's he's just he's lucky. <laughs> he's just plain lucky. He's damn lucky. He's just damn, he is. He's damn lucky. Yeah. Yeah. But wow. um, so. Well, Ronda Rousey's making the rounds, guys. I mean, my gosh, uh, she she was on uh, Kelly and Ryan today. Um, I think last night uh, she was on the Tonight Show. Tonight, I think she goes on Colbert, or it's the other way around. I can't remember which. You know, but um, you know, and and it's and it's for the new movie that she's um, doing with Mark Wahlberg. That was. That was that was the reason that was the reason behind the thirty day suspension was because she was filming that or at least finishing up, and so now um, she's out doing publicity for it and that. But uh, I mean, you know, every time every time she goes out, um, she's get, she's given you know WWE more and more publicity. And that, Good. which uh, definitely, you know, I mean, she's she is she is definitely in the short time that she's been with the company. Is do you want to run that by me again? She's definitely. What do you mean? You, you totally off. broke up. It's okay. It's alright. I I say I down. say I'm I'm going to be like Foghorn Leghorn. I say I say I say I say. But the more, but the more that she does mainstream TV, the bigger profile she's giving not only to WWE but to um, SummerSlam and to uh, Evolution in October. Right. So, mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, let's see what I can conjure up for this little segment. Uh, well, there's three more three more uh, entrances in the May, in the May Young Classic. Um, well, we'll get to that. Indeed. We'll get to that. Okay. Indeed. Uh, there is. Um, oh, why do I not have any? That'll work.
there are some people I'm not going to name names and I'm not going to make this very long or, or overly aggressive, I guess you could say, but there are some people that don't agree with my opinion. Um, and as I've said before, as I've said before, if you don't have, if you have a problem with my opinion and this even went for Joey fucking Eastman, we opened the airwaves for him. Katie wasn't here, thank God, because she would have murdered him. But uh-huh. uh, too bad she uh, wasn't. I would have liked I to know. have seen that. I know, I would have too. Um, but you can always call in and debate me, and I will give you the dance floor, meaning I will give you the airtime to give me your opinion, and we'll go from there on that. But. I am not going to back down from my stances on recent things that I have said on this show over the course of Steve being gone or even Steve being here. Uh, this is the last show that Steve did before he made his return tonight. If anybody remembers what it was, it was called Severine Pie. Um, and that boy was that one hell of a show, and we talked about some different things. Uh, one of the things we talked about was a. a guy that is training people that we don't believe has the credentials to be training anyone. And somebody wanted to challenge me on that. And I said, you're more than welcome to come on my airspace and, and challenge me on that. But based on what I have seen, based on the footage I have seen, based on the actual performance I saw while I was down there, I'm not impressed. And I don't believe that he's a guy that should be leading the next generation. I believe that, yes, you need one veteran like that in a locker room or at a training school to oversee everything to make sure that they're getting taught some of the old school tactics. But I don't believe that, um, you know, there are certain trainers out there, and we've talked about this before, that are training people the wrong way. And that leads into a problem because here's what happens with that. And Steve and I will step, step in and explain this to everybody. You get a guy mm-hmm. that doesn't know the first thing about training that trains somebody. That guy goes and trains people. So now you have two guys that don't know what the fuck they're doing training people. They train somebody else. Now you have three people that don't know what the fuck they're doing training people. And it becomes one big vicious cycle. And in the end, we end up with a whole fucking group of, untrained, of wrestlers that were partially trained or were trained the wrong way. Now everybody's yep. like, well, why are you worried about somebody else's training? And especially that far out of your home neck of the woods. Because I care about the generation that's coming in. Okay? I plan on right. being here the next 20 to 30 years. <clears throat> and I've told people this before. If it takes me till the day I die, I will run a show with over 300 people. And I won't do it once. I'll do it twice. And I'll prove that I can get them back in the seat. But the thing about it is this. I know better than to let somebody say that they're a trainer when they don't have the credentials to be the trainer in the first place. And I wouldn't have ties to what's going on where he's training. Because we talked about this, and I'm not mentioning locations, but uh, there is a certain location in Illinois that's got an influx of wrestling. And it's a small town of maybe 10,000 people. And they have three or four fucking wrestling organizations or clubs. I mean, my God, what the... I live in a town of 10,000. And we've got one. We've got one. 
There will be two in the future, but we've got one. You don't need more than two. You need somebody, obviously, in there competing with the one because you need the one to be able to step their game up. And it all goes back to me uh, being a person that will challenge you to do better. Steve Kane knows this. Uh, the first time I met Steve Kane, he goes, I don't like you. And that was the time that uh, I did the training <laughs> seminar with Spike Dudley. I don't like you, kid. Get away from me. Um, it took years of talking to Steve and being at shows that Steve was at to get a working relationship with Steve to where Steve actually appreciated that I was the talent that was being underutilized. I have a big mouth. We all know that. I can sell tickets because of my big mouth. And I can get ratings here because I have a big mouth. So anybody that, anytime that anybody has a difference of opinion with myself, Steve Kane, or Katie, please call in. We invite you to and there have been a lot of people going back and listening to older shows. I thank you for that. If you have a problem yeah. with one of my older shows, contact the Facebook pages. Let us know that you have a problem. We'll, go, we'll be more than happy to clear some airtime to let you come on and tell us what your problem is. And then we're going to tell you our problem with your opinion. And we'll go back and yeah. forth until we call it quits and we'll have fun with it. But I don't back down from my opinion on footage that I have seen or things that I have seen in person. My observations are what they are. You can take them with a grain of salt. You can take my opinion with a grain of salt. They're like assholes. Everybody has them. But I have been around this business 16 years, going more than 16 years, going on more than 16 years. It's, the years are just slipping away at this point. I yep. am have worked with some of the greatest talent out there. I have seen some of the worst talent out there. If I don't believe that you have a product that is going to put asses in seats, you're going to hear about it. And this leads me to my next subject. I wish whoever is running this the best of luck. But there is going to be a new company running in Peoria, or not Peoria, Bloomington Normal. It's going to be a hard area to run. Um, it's not going to be easy because let me tell you, there have been many people that have attempted to run there, galley included, and I don't think anybody's mm-hmm. been able to make it a go. It's a hard town no. to run. Yes, it is a college town. Okay. I get that. It's not, there, there is a college in Bloomington normal. There's also a lot of industry, which means there is money there, but you have to have a quality product and you have to know how to advertise. You can't just have Michael Elgin and all of the stars from Lucha Underground and all of that and have no advertising behind it. Because if you do that, it's not going to make any, the damn bit of difference, as we've said before. Uh, this is why, you know, I was having a conversation with Steve Kane this week about a company that runs um, not too far from where I live and talking about how they went from – 600 one year to 400 the next and and you, you sit there and you question why and it go and then you go back and you sit and go well did they do an, the more work than what they did in the previous year because if they didn't then yes 
those numbers are going to decrease over time. Yeah. If you if you can't step your game up from a year to year basis, you're going to lose your talent. You're you're going to lose right. your fan base. And yeah. the sad thing was this event had two names. Three names, actually. A tag team and one other name. And they couldn't draw 600 people like they had in previous years with no names? I mean, come on. It's not that hard, people. Take some money, put it into television. That is where your casual fan is watching. We have talked about this before. If you put it where the casual fan is watching, the casual fan cannot ignore you. There are so many wrestling companies out there, Chicago included, that don't focus on the local market. And what I mean by the local market is drawing fans in from the local town. They don't care about it. They have their little niche of what they're drawing, and they don't care about attracting new people in the town. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. In the days that I started in 2002, 2003, I was taking flyers to every festival that was in this area. Thousands of them. And I didn't leave until every fire was gone. It didn't matter if some of them ended up in the trash. It didn't matter if some of them ended up on the ground or in the parking lot. The fact of the matter is that message got across loud and clear. Too many promoters in this day and age, and Steve and I both know this, they do not care about doing something like that. Oh, that's too much work. If it's too much work to get up off your ass Friday through Sunday and go to a fucking carnival and flyer the damn thing, you don't have any business running a wrestling promotion. Yep. And this was, this was my problem with somebody that I teamed up with. I'm not going to name names, but you know who I'm talking about, Steve. Yeah. You, you couldn't get him to get up and do anything. And it's like, dude, you are in one of the most metropolitan areas in all of Illinois. Get your ass up and do something about it. Fuck. Yeah. And there's other exactly. promoters like this that are running big metropolitan areas of Illinois that don't get that you have to draw that local market. If that local market does not know that you're there, you're going to fail. Yeah. This is what yep. worked with – this is why Ashton worked. Ashton was a town of 1,200 people, and everybody in that fucking town knew who I was. I could go to the post office and get asked five different questions by five different people about the next event or told five different things by five different people about the last event we had. I am tired. I am tired of contemplations in the wrestling business. There is no room for it. If you won't challenge yourself to do better and won't allow somebody else to come in and challenge you to do better, then yeah. you can be stuck in your own little world forever. And there are promoters mm-hmm. out there that are like that, that don't realize how bad things are. Let me tell you something. It took me watching a lot of my footage over again <clears throat> to wake up and smell the coffee and make some big changes going into WrestleWars 3. And there were a lot of people that knew that that card had a lot of changes to it because a lot of the local talent was not going to be seen. And there were reasons behind it. It was about bringing in a more high-quality product while we sent them off to get more training 
and would allow them to come back at a later date when they had enough tra- sufficient training in Steve and I's eyes to be able to do something. Mm-hmm. If you're allowing guys to come in and work pre-match and don't know the first thing about them and wor- let them work pre-show and stink up your pre-show, that's on you. This is why I've never been a fan of pre-show, unless it's trained workers. Because if I know yeah. that they're trained, I can go out there and have them jumpstart the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. If they're not trained, guys, I can't do that. Right, two guys that know what they're doing, that can put together a solid five-minute match, just a good basic opening match that will get the crowd out Hype. into it and going, you know, and, and ready for wrestling. Then right. you, you know, then great. Oh, but you, but you throw two guys out there that you don't have a clue about, and say, okay, give me, give me five minutes, basic, you know. Stuff, lock up, headlock, takeover, so on and so forth. Oh, get the get the turnaround, reverse, go to the pin, and they don't know what you're talking about. Then, you know, you 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 screwed yourself. You've screwed yourself well, right there. And I'm all for giving new workers a chance, but there needs to be a screening process that is held earlier in the day with. Somebody that knows their shit on your locker room, be it, you know, uh, Herb Simmons has got somebody good that could look over talent, and that's Flash Flanagan. Uh, He's also got Gary the Night Train Jackson and all of the other connections that he's got down there. So Herb Simmons has really got people that can look over people and go, this guy can cut it, this guy can't. You need somebody like a Flash Flanagan that can do that, that's been around, that knows his shit. Because um, yep. if you don't, then you're you're gonna get shit workers in return. Uh, the thing about it is this: there are a lot of great talents out there that are undiscovered, but there are a lot of them that don't have all the training behind them that they need. And yeah. I am not in the business of giving people a shot that don't deserve a shot because they don't want to do better. There are wrestlers that worked for Wrestle Wars 1 and 2 that when when it it comes back will not be with us because they have given up on the dream. They don't want to train. They don't want to do it anymore. You know, uh, training training to them doesn't seem fun, so they're not going to do it. And that's fine. That's their decision. But it's also my decision to not book them anymore. Yep. Um, Yep. There are a lot of great veterans in the business, and I think there's a time and place for veterans. But you mm-hmm. can't have a f- fucking locker room full of veterans and expect to draw with it. It doesn't work like that either. And too many people are doing that and, and, and failing. And can't understand why they'll never draw in the new generation of fans because all they want to put in the ring is the old timers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, mean, if you, yeah, if you don't, if you don't, you know, put in the young talent to draw the, to draw the, you know, newer fans in, then 
you're going to wind up eventually losing losing all of them. And if you're not promoting the show, that's another reason you're not going to you're not going to get all of them back. Now, this promotion that Sean's talking about, okay? They started resting on their laurels and thinking that because of their name, because of the fact that they, you know, played in a building that, you know, with the with the uh, previous tenants had filled up how uh, like every month for 5 years that uh they were that they were going to be able to just walk in and take the building over and be able to do the same thing and they're finding out the hard way that it's not working. The thing that's salvaging them is because you know, in up in Chicago, they are in fact very successful. Well, it's not only no. that they have a lot of they have a lot of uh, digital sales, and what I mean by digital sales is they're selling DVD copies of their show, they're selling uh, digital right. copies of their show, etc., and that's making them a, a buttload of money. Um, right. Exactly. Matter of fact, they have a show coming up this weekend, and I had people that asked me to go with them, and I said no fucking way. Um, I, I will not do it. I don't think that I would enjoy that high-paced style of show that they deliver. Um, and maybe it's because I'm a little bit old-fashioned. Um, I like I like there to be a purpose behind all of the fucking fancy moves that are going on in the ring. I just don't want to see a whole bunch of fancy moves without no reason behind them. Yeah. Um, I hear you. I hear you there. There's, there's other promotions that are running this weekend. If you know of them, go out and support them. Um, you know, I'm not a critic because they, they've got a lot of good talent. They've got a lot of good things going on this weekend. But I believe that there will be a time and place that it ends. And I said the same thing about Dreamwave Wrestling. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that there will be a time and place that it ends. And fortunately for me, because this is what I do and people have known me to do it now, I wait in the weeds and I attack. I know when, I know when my prey is going to become weak and I know when to strike. I'm like a vulture in that aspect. And everybody thinks that RWF is done and RWF made such huge mistakes. Let me clarify something. There was another promoter in this area that just canceled one of his events. Nobody batted an eye at it. Steve and I were forced, forced, to cancel Wrestle Wars 3. Yeah. Not by any decision of ours. Because believe, believe both of us and believe Katie, because Katie can vouch for this, we fought yeah. tooth and nail till the end to save that show, and there was not a damn thing we could do to save it. It was, it was done. Okay, and I'm going to tell everybody one last time why it was done, because we put out fifteen hundred dollars in advertising and the Wednesday came before the show and we had only sold 20 tickets pre-sale. That was enough to make me want to vomit. And I pretty much did. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the hard work that Steve and I did for this little girl to get 20 tickets pre-sale was just it was like a knife in my back okay 
and I saw the writing on the wall, and Steve did too, and that's why it was pulled. Yeah. When you have a show that does 20 tickets pre-sale in a new town with a hell of a lot of advertising, TV and radio up the ass, not to mention all the newspaper ads that we had from, uh, I think, Streeter, no, Pontiac to fucking Dixon or in Sterling Rock Falls. Wow. I mean, we had, we had paper coverage yeah. literally where I was living at the time before I moved down here. Um, I don't know what went wrong with it, okay? I did everything that I could. I'm going to try to learn from what I did before and move forward. I'm also going to try to try to take some college courses. And if I can't take them on, uh, you know, in person, I will take some online training any way I can. I believe there's still a uh, promoter's college out there uh, that one of my friends went to. And I might just save up the money and do that and learn how to do this shit a little bit better. But everybody knows that I'm not going to give up. Why would you? Try, try again. Let me say something. If we would have, if I would have given up, I would have given up on this radio show a long time ago, a long time ago. Because everybody knows this radio show has been around going on five years. It's been mm-hmm. an uphill battle most of the time, thanks to people like Joey Eastman and other motherfuckers like that that want to ruin a good thing for everybody. Um. And all of the other strife that's come along this show. But you have to look back at what this show <clears throat> and what Tuesday Night Turmoil, uh, formerly Monday Night Mayhem, has done. Okay? We got one of the biggest, you know, controversial persons in professional wrestling to come on air with us in Audrey and talk about her story. And we had Paragon come on and talk about their story. And we did Disaster in Dudleyville and uh, just everything else. Madman Pondo getting stiffed by that one promoter, if everybody remembers that. That was a uh, New Year's Eve spectacular. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. we've done a lot of good here. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Have we said some some things that may be out of line? Maybe. Maybe. But that doesn't mean that we're going to change and back down from our opinions now because we've been going to five years strong. And uh, I'm happy to report that, you know, through um, all of the sources, there's a new audio thing that Blog Talk is linked up with that I'll tell you guys about on break um, that um, has really been getting us some new listeners. No, that's JB. I know who that is. Oh, it's JB. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll I'll get to recognize the number. Um, so, you know, that's the thing. PWR, well, war isn't going anywhere. TNT isn't going anywhere. And RWF isn't going anywhere. There were a lot of people that said, oh, you need to rebrand. I said, look at Ian Rotten. Ian Rotten has been IWA Mid-South for how long? And the name has survived. My name yeah. has taken some hits, too. It'll survive. I'm not. I worked too hard on coming up with that name with certain individuals that are no longer here to change it. Um, and it's still. I, I think it still means something today. Um, there are still a lot of fans that I see when I'm out grocery shopping that go, "Man, you could really put on a great show." And uh, those are heartfelt moments. 
So with that being said, we're going to go to J.B. Brown, who just got back from vacation. Um, she's Ooh. been doing some soul searching, and she's got another show that is going to be coming your way up in Virginia with Central Virginia Professional Wrestling. Uh, she's going to have all the news on that for us, and uh, it's going to be great. So uh, to, to uh, put it any more bluntly, it's your dime, your dance for sweetheart. Welcome to the show, and tell us all <laughs> everything you. that's going on. Oh, yeah, what's going uh, on? Uh, everything's been good and everything, and uh, just heard about uh, Jerry Lowe's son passing away. Uh, we talked about maybe maybe three months three months ago about him booking my uh, having booked, but you know I'm kind of a little little upset about that. So you know, uh, but everything is going good. We're showing everything, so it's getting there. So, you know, uh, so uh, 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 people on, on vacation that they want me to have the, the, the show there in Bahamas, and uh, they said they were willing to pay my airfare, uh, my airfare and, and everything like that. So I might have uh, to do that show in uh, Bahamas uh, probably next five months or so. Well, so, there you go, sweetheart. I mean... Yeah. Bahamas would be a nice place to work. It'd be a different atmosphere. It'd be, yeah. uh, you know, a fresh oh, yeah. scenery for sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, I think that that would be a cool experience. I don't think that that would be one yeah. that if it was offered to me, I would pass up. So, you know, I'd definitely no, definitely uh, I'd va- would be. I'd volunteer so volunteer to, <laughs> for, to work a show in the Bahamas. <laughs> don't have, oh, don't yeah. have to. Don't have to twist. Yeah, twist my arm. Ow, ow, that's enough. Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm your huckleberry. I'm there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing, uh, plan on another show uh, again soon. So uh, when I get everything situated, then I'm going to do that. And then uh, also I respect the guys that uh, passed away, like Grandmaster Mm -hmm. 6A. Uh, Nick Alvica um, and Brookhouse Brown, so you know, to them. So <coughs> I'm gonna take the next show to them. So like I did, like I did before. So I mean, I would, I, I would wait, and I would run the 20th of October. Um, that is my best advice to you right now. That gives you uh, obviously this Saturday is one week to the 11th. That's one week. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks, ten weeks, eleven weeks until the 20th of October. That gives you more than enough time to be able to get the venue set up. And the nice thing is, too, wherever you're running, the kids will be back in school. So you'll be able to have that incentive to be able to hopefully draw draw off them again. Yeah. I wouldn't do it the 27th of October because I don't know, you know, where you're at, when they're going to have trick-or-treating, and you don't want to mess with that. That'll affect your draw big time. Um, Mm -hmm. So I would say the 20th of October would be a perfect date. That gives you more than enough time to plan. If somebody were to come to me with with everything I needed to run tomorrow and say pick a date, it would be October 20th. Um, Yeah. Because that's more than enough time. That's two months of planning to get everything yeah. out there and done um, yeah. and gives it some time to circulate around 
once you make the announcement about the event. So yeah. uh, you could yeah. run later <laughs> than that. I wouldn't run any earlier than that. That's just my advice um, because I've, I've done things before that have been a little rushed. And believe me, when you rush things, you forget things and things tend to slip through the cracks that are important. Um, so you definitely want to make sure that you've got the proper planning time and everything yeah. behind that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just matter it's like take time and cool that. And then, you know, like I said, you know, um, somebody, uh, but maybe in about first week of July, uh, emailed me and like, why would you do a, a uh, uh, the 10 bells for, you know, I said, that, out of respect, that's just me. I do that. I said, I also will do it again. So I said, well, I didn't argue with them. I just block them and tell them to have a nice day. I said, you can't tell me what I can do or what I can do at my show. You know, that's the honor, uh, honor of them. And right. Because it, 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 it wasn't for them. If it wasn't for them, we'd be no professional wrestling. Yeah. yeah. I, and that's just it. I mean, I, I, I'm going to tell somebody right now, if somebody were to come up to me and start telling me what I, what I could and couldn't do at my show, my response would be to them, watch what I do at the next show. And then I'd come out at the next show and run, out with the th- run around with the thong on and run out in front of this person and, you know, just really piss them off. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey guys, I'm gonna, I am going, I am going to get up. I am going to get up, and I am going to take my <laughs> surgically repaired eyes, and I am now going to wash them out with boric acid. <laughs> but that's what I do. I mean, that would be my kind of response to something like that. You're not going to tell me what I can do at my show. Yeah. If I want, yeah. if I want to have the biggest, fattest, sleaziest guy that I can find on the street come in and wrestle in a speedo, I'm going to do it because it's my yeah. fucking show. And yeah, you're not going to tell me. Yeah. Yes, I will listen to the yeah. audience if there's a general consensus from the audience. I don't yeah. listen to one fan. No. Because you listen to one no. fan, you get in trouble. Because then you're Katie yeah. Andrews to one fan instead yeah. of the general consensus. Yeah, and 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 like I say, you know, and I'm not doing that just because Vince McMahon do that. Is that no, you know, it's a, it, it goes back to tradition, JB. Yeah. This is yeah. something that has been done since the beginning of time yeah. with professional wrestling yeah. when a wrestler yeah. is passed, and it's a yeah. tradition that needs to be. Followed not only by the big times but by the little promotions too. Okay, yeah. when when my brother and I did a show in 2007, that week Bam Bam Bigelow died, and my brother got mad. He goes, "Why do you? Why do we have to do a ten bell for Bam Bam?" And I said, "It's not about you. It's about Bam Bam yeah. and honoring Bam Bam for passing away." Yeah. And we knew Bam Bam. We had met Bam Bam in like 2003. When he, yeah. After he lost all the weight from ECW and WWE, I mean, he was half the Bam Bam that he was. It was kind of scary. It was like, yeah. Bam Bam? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, you, you, but then again, the, t- the camera adds pounds too. So you go from seeing somebody on TV and yeah. thinking that they're a good 350 yeah. pounds and see them slim down. 
it'll it'll mess with you. It's like whoa, but he yeah. can still move. He can still do the cartwheels. It was awesome. But you have yeah. to pay tradition and respect mm-hmm. where it's needed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think and, even Steve will agree with that if he's back and got his surgically repaired eyes fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, you've done it to me, man. Yeah. Yeah, because the guys that I had, they said, thank you, Jamie, for doing that. You, you know, I was like, you know, and it makes me feel good that the wrestlers came and something to me. I'm glad you did this, JB. We are proud of you for doing that. It was an honor. And and the guys that I have, and when I started being a promoter, some, most of the guys that stayed with me was would stay with me to to the end. I mean, for the from the first and to the end. And I can sit up and honestly say that I can count on them to sit up and if they be booked, they are in that booking. So you know they they they. You know, you know, had much respect for me for for me to stop and do that, to do that. But I was gonna do that in April. But like I say, shit happens. You know, whatever. But I done that in June. So you know, I'm I'm kind of get glad that the guys that gave me the respect and said that you know, we're glad you did you did that. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that was an honor. <laughs> that, that was an honor. So, you know. Right. Well, and that's just it. When you, like, when Steve Kane passes away, we'll have a 10 bell. Oh, funny would you even say that? But it's the truth. When somebody passes away in the wrestling business, you have a 10 bell. I don't even want to just, I don't even want to think about it or talk about it. Yeah, we've done. What do you want from me? It would be the same if I were to go tomorrow. If I were to go tomorrow, play the Ten Bell Tribute. Oh, my goodness. Stop it. Yeah. Don't talk about that. Do that. Do that. Then we'll, then, we'll have, then we'll have ourselves a beer party. I don't drink beer. It'll be wine and whiskey. Yeah. 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 I'll play some. I'll play some. You can't do that. I'll play some Floggy Molly and uh, and get and get drunk on on the air. You can't pull a Sabu now. What? (laughs) What do you mean? You didn't hear about that? You were gone last night when we talked about that. What happened now? Steve, go ahead and tell her. Sabu and New Jack started started telling Brian Christopher jokes. Yeah, yeah, you were you were there. Oh, what they thought were jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Back and forth. It was quite disgusting. It was. It was really disgusting. Yeah, and Ugh. and, he, and, I, and I, New I, Jack I, basically I called like Jerry Lawler a pedophile. Oh, oh wow. no, he didn't. Wow. Basically, he straight up did. Yeah, and then there was something I saw posted today that says, "Okay, Walter, your son died. Now can we have you kick the bucket too?" Oh, that's wow. wrong. Wow. Like, wow. Come on. I don't. I don't care what you feel about somebody. Like, come on, have some dignity and some integrity. Yeah. And some yeah. Time. 
Matter of who, fact, who said, alleged, who said that one, Sean? I'd like to get back at them on Twitter. Oh, New Jack. Oh, oh New wow. Jack said that up to Lawler? Yes. Mm. Oh, hmm. okay. Wow. Yep. That, that's messed up. To, I think it's Leave time to alone. do Twitter while I'm on the air here. No, um, not. <laughs> you know, it's... Uh, it, it's shocking. There is actually a Hall of Fame that New Jack is in that is he is probably going to be removed from. I think it's the Legends uh, of Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame or some shit like that. I saw it posted earlier. It came across my timeline. Um, oh, so, or it came across my feed, rather. But um, he's get, probably getting removed from that Hall of Fame because of these actions. Because they're not putting up with it. And I don't blame them. If somebody... Yeah. If somebody were to start slamming somebody else in the icons, they wouldn't get in, and they never get in. Oh, Bob Orton's a piece of shit. He's a fucking piece of shit. If somebody were to start saying that to Steve or I, <laughs> good luck. Good yeah. luck. Yeah. I mean, uh, we don't put up with that. I, I had one guy tell me that I was the scum of the earth after I booked him. I was like, well, I wasn't the scum of the earth really? for you to take my money. Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> wow. That's false. That's just false. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. the way some of these people are. I'm not kidding. Steve's had it too. Yeah. Fucking kiss you one minute and turn around and fucking be Judas the next. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I don't know, you know, the amount of people that I've given breaks to that, uh, you know, um, what is that clicking? And then, you know, have I don't them, know. And, and then, and then have them, you know, dump on me. I mean, my God. Yep. All right, well, we are going to take our song break. JP, just hang up and call back in in about five minutes, and okay. we'll keep All the right show rolling. All right away. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're going we're gonna to play a little bit of Judas tonight. Okay. So we'll be back in about five minutes, eight seconds. You are in the ER listening to Wrestling Authority Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Personified, and I will try. 
you a fair or festival organizer? If you're thinking of adding professional wrestling to your event, it takes more than just a $5,000 ring. It takes credible talent with years of training, skill, and experience. It takes quality production values. It takes credible promoters with knowledge of the independent scene, the resources to set up entertaining cars, and how to get fans in the door. Bring in just anyone without vetting their credentials, you could end up with an embarrassing disaster. The so-called talent may have no training, no ring gear, aren't family friendly, and some may even have a lengthy rap sheet. If you want live professional wrestling at your fair festival, don't get burned. Check their credentials before you book. A public service announcement from the Nosebleed Seats. You can contact us on Facebook. That you and you were just listening to Judas by Fozzie with their frontman Chris Jericho. You're back live in the ER for war. Thanks for tuning in. There's your host and me. I am Sadistic Sean David. No, you're not. I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Chaotic Katie. <laughs> and the other reason why the show won't be a bag of dicks. He's got the in it. So. Mr. Vagina himself. <laughs> Never mind. And he's anyway. the man with the bionic sight, the dean of wrestling, Steve King. Oh, Steve King. Steve, Steve, oh, Steve, banana, Santa, oh, Steve, me, my, will be Steve. Uh, not this again. No, please. Oh, Jesus, Mari and Joseph. Oh, my God. There you are. Yeah, um, well, I popped into, uh, Jerome's Twitter. Uh, New Jack's real name, folks, is Jerome Young. Right. Um, And, uh, I, he, I don't follow him. I don't follow him, and, uh, when I read stuff like this, I understand why I don't follow him. This is what he posted at almost 11:30 last night, uh, and I will. And obviously, since I don't speak this way, I don't. I will, you know. And I just don't like it anyway. I will censor myself. But he said, if I would have posted some bleep about Brickhouse dying, you Shit. sheet wearing, you sheet wearing mother bleepers. Would not have said a word, but because I mentioned that bleeping child molester, you bleep suckers want to speak. Talk suckers. So. Yeah. Well. And it's like, and it's like, and it's like, and it's like, well, he's got on this responding to him is podcast oh it's like he's got he's got he's got a bunch of guys you know hanging 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 onto his hanging onto the onto the front half of his jock strap um, but uh but one podcast jumped as he says jack i'll pay you five hundred dollars to be on my podcast just so I can have the pleasure of watching you desperately reach for the money that keeps you afloat each month. Deal? 
God knows you need it. Oh, that's just dirty. Yeah. Well, our friend Jeff Cobb has now got an action figure from Figure Toy Company. Cool. Very cool. Our friend Ivelisse has got one as well. Yeah. Um, but getting back to this, you know, uh, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what he was smoking. Um, obviously wasn't in his right state of mind. Go ahead, Steve. I was going to say, and knowing Jerome, you're probably right about the what was he smoking. Hmm. That's just an insult to potheads. And you can now, too, have the demon wrestling figure. Cool. And the jacket on the demon is actually quite intricate. I'm looking at it now. Uh, They did a really good job designing his jacket. Because it looks sick as hell. Like, it almost makes me want one in, in an adult size version. Cool. That's saying something. Oh, my God. Now, this, the now, hell is scary, this? now this is scary. Okay, when you when you sit there and you say the demon, I'm no longer, I'm no longer thinking Finn Balor. I'm thinking Rosemary. <laughs> Why? Why? Because Demon X Bunny. And if you are not watching their little uh mini video series, uh oh, Masters of Masters of the Multiverse on YouTube, you gotta watch it. It's mm-hmm. some it's some really it's some really fun stuff. Um the uh latest one came out today. It's stuff that uh they taped uh, when they were uh, literally down the street from my house, um, with the uh, with the rise event, and uh, this and in this and this episode, um, they had uh, our friend uh, Thunder Rosa, aka Cobra Moon, and her uh, sidekick Holiday. and it was just you know, I mean. It, it's it's good it's good stuff it's good stuff and go back to go back to season one because um, you know season one they've got uh, they've got they've got uh, Allie introducing Rosemary to such things as coffee and donuts. <laughs> oh, it's 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 hilarious I've seen stuff. Some of them. It's hilarious stuff. You'd love it. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Well, there's new feds surfacing in Missouri, and we don't know if they actually have a license to run Missouri or not at this time. So we will keep you posted about that. Their show is, or was, this last Wednesday. So it obviously took place. 
They could have been outlaw, but uh, we will bring you more on that when we know. Because, boy, if they're running outlaw, they're going to get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah, Missouri is very, is a very, very tough state as far as running goes. Oh, All right, well, we've got JB back with us. I didn't see her on the line. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention to the studio. Sorry about that. Yeah. Um, you know, there's... Uh, there is just so much going on all over the world in wrestling. We talked a lot about um, CMLL and New Japan, and uh, or not New Japan, but All Japan, and all of that that's going on. There's so much going on in the wrestling world that we try to cover it all and bring you everything, but uh, we did not get to do so. So I'm going to let Steve Kane uh, kind of go over impact like he wanted to last night before he got cut off. Mm. Oh, you would do that to me, Sean. Oh, great. <laughs> now I got it. Now I got to find it again. Hang on. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, um, You're you going to die. <laughs> You're yeah, going to die. Exactly. You go to hell. You go to hell and you die. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> well, you gotta die first, and then they took his oh. job. They took his Put job. job. Took his job. All right. Let's. Okay. Let's. Well, let us say. Okay. Um. Well, we let's kind of let's kind of go here. We um. Uh, we had we had you know talked about um, at the uh, at uh, the beginning of the night when uh, um, we had uh, when um, Eddie Edwards attacked um, Austin Aries. Uh, mhm. Okay, there we go. Okay. Um, which um so was so after so after after that one uh, Taji Shimori uh defeating um Pete Williams and then uh um after after the match is over um the Desi Hit squad attacks attacks the two of them, lays them both out. Um, then uh, then you get uh, the uh, um, Anthony Corelli interview where one of his students is there with him, and um, Austin comes out and slaps uh, verbally slaps, not physically slaps. Uh, Corelli, and then uh, challenges his student, and his student takes the um, takes the bait and goes ahead and um, accepts the challenge. Uh, Tessa Blanchard in a really good match defeats Rebel. Um, 
And then, uh, and then Scarlett Bordeaux, who uh, is a uh, longtime uh, friend from up here on the Chicago scene, made her made her uh, debut. It was just an interview segment, but boy, I tell you what, it was it was awesome. Um, you know, she she looked like she had nothing on. Oh no, she had a very tight black dress on, but it was. Uh, Cut it was cut out at the bottom, and that um, she was doing her seductive little dancing, and that, and then came up with the line of the night I will not be hot shamed, which I think is a fantastic line. Um, and then she uh, goes to uh. And then she said, then she finally says to Alicia, sit down five, a 10 is talking. <laughs> Damn. That's yeah. harsh. That's harsh. And she says she's here to make wrestling sexy again. <laughs> I'm bringing sexy back. You motherfuckers yep. just know how to act. <laughs> Then you, then you have a cup then you have a couple of uh talk segments uh one with uh Matt Sedell and then the other one with uh with uh Pentagon um Pentagon scary Pentagon awesome Yeah Yeah um I love I really really Pentagon did. broke that referee's arm and that was awesome Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was that was something else. I mean, you know I mean that was some that was some that was some really, really good stuff right there. Um and then you and then you got uh um Johnny Impact um Picking up, uh, picking up a win over uh, Trevor Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, then after, then they, then they do a uh, flashback segment. Um, and then, uh, um, then they go ahead and they and they uh, go from and they go from there. Um, See here, come on. Yeah. Why is everything? Ah, and of course now my browser freezes up with everything on it. Ugh. Isn't that? Isn't that just like? Isn't that just like? Oh, right when right when you right when you need something, it's it stops it stops working. <coughs> well, so I think it had quite in that. Too young um, had quite the segment. Yes. Yes. Oh, you finally got to watch it? Yes. Wasn't wasn't that cool? I mean, my God. What was it? I'm sorry. Too young. Oh, too young. Oh I love her. <laughs> I understand she's kinda of like a replacement rosemary for me at the moment. But oh, she's great. I love her. 
I hate what she did to Rosemary and I hate what she did to Ali, but hey, business is business. <laughs> gotta bury yeah. those bitches. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> yep. And then yeah, well Allie, and Allie does the interview segment where she says she's gonna um get Rosemary and uh Hera Hogan says um, alone. So, um, from there you get a uh, segment with Eli and uh, Katie's other boyfriend, Grado. I love Grado. That's my buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry for his girlfriend. What's her name again? Trina? Sorry. Sorry, I, sh- I let him look up my skirt. Sorry. Couldn't resist. Hey, yeah. I was playing like a prayer by Madonna. I had to dance. Then we play Madonna. Of course. Well, <laughs> all, I, all I can all I can say is thank God you were wearing underwear that night. Followed my followed my direction. Well, who, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I'm just gonna let that go. We're just gonna let that go. Um. So we covered all of yeah. that. Cage beats, and yeah, Cage beats uh, Matt Seidel in his first uh, title defense in the uh, in the main event, um, which an excellent uh, excellent match there. Yes. So, and we lost. Yes, I see that. Now we didn't. There she is. Yeah, you did. Yep. But poof, here I am. I'm back. It's all good. Never mind. Uh, my, my microphone was unplugged. Oh. It's okay. It's all good. All it's right. It's not um, rape o'clock yet. No, it's not. Yeah. Not, close, not even close. Oh. <clears throat> Who's area code? Mark That's uh, Mark went, went on a blast on Triple H. <clears throat> Oh Lordy Lord! On Twitter. Now he's taking it down, but of course, hey, you know, on the internet, nothing ever dies. Um, so somebody, somebody got a screenshot of it, and and and, and uh, Marco says here, y'all dropped the evolution talk when I moved on from 15 years ago. Okay, let's talk more evolution. How did your punk bleep bleep stooge evolve this bleep to this? Stooge. Both words <laughs> both words begin. Yeah, punk punk bleep bleep and that word begins with a P. Um refers to male genitalia. Um, penis? No. Yeah. Stooge evolved from this to this and pass the drug test or quote unquote talent has to someone is playing and he puts in quotes games and it's a picture of Triple H from um, his earlier days when he really wasn't cut to um, current you know most shot with him where he's all cut and defined and everything. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that was always the thing with Triple H. If, if Triple H didn't do steroids, I would be highly shocked. Because I don't think all of that is natural. No. I mean, look at how Jackie got in the 2000s. It's all about the game. I mean, my God. I thought he was going to be the next Scott Steiner. Oh, Big Papa Pump. Big Papa Pump. Holla, if you hear me. With with arms the size of softballs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And they, they, when, they were, when he says they big, were shaped. When he says big pop pump is your shape. Yeah. Yeah. They were perfectly shaped. pump is your hookup. He ain't he if ain't you talk, he, he ain't about women. <laughs> yeah, but I mean seriously, <laughs> his, his biceps his biceps were so perfectly rounded they look like implants. They did. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It looked like boobs. <laughs> Good job. Sorry. Good job. <laughs> King of the booby bicep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like it's like when the Rock um, had to go had to go off for a while because. Yeah, no. it. yeah, exactly. Exactly. How did I know you were going to put that up? <laughs> oh, look, I remember that. As bad as did ginger. It, I saw some interesting trivia today. Okay. What WWE superstar worked for ECW before they officially made their WWE debut? Well, there was a lot of those. I mean, my gosh, you know, Stone Cold nope. and his and his and his infamous uh, Monday Nyquil skit. I no, mean, no, 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 because he was not he was not Stone Cold in ECW. Well, I know this that person. This person was their WWE persona in ECW. Okay, now then, all right. So then, now so then, the qualifier is this: was it ECW or was it WWECW? It was ECW. So it was, it was the real thing. Yes. Okay. You're not ever well, going to guess this. Well. Actually, actually, Al, my old buddy Al Snow, um, came introduced the head gimmick while you know in ECW. Right, I didn't know about that, but that's not what I'm looking for here. Mankind had an appearance in ECW. Never knew that until today. Got the video. I'll have to find it for Steve and Katie. But yes, Mankind made an appearance in ECW in the ECW arena. Did not ever fucking know it until I saw it. And I was like, whoa. And I'm not talking like later Mankind. I'm talking early, early, early Mankind. Before Sako. Before Sako. 
when he was still rocking and had the the mandible claws, the middle fingers taped up. Oh God, I pulled a mandible claw on a guy two weeks ago. He didn't like it very much. <laughs> I was always a fan. I was always a fan <laughs> of that mankind. Um, yeah. Not in my younger years, because in my younger years he creeped the shit out of me. But in my later oh. years, when I got to go back and re, but when I, in my later years when he when I got to go back and appreciate it more as a worker, um, some of that stuff he did. Pull, he used to sit in the middle of the ring and and squeal like a pig and pull out his hair. Yes, that okay? was fucking and, and, and that rock was back and forth doing it. It was disturbing, man. <laughs> it was funny farm worthy. Like, oh my god! It was disturbing. It disturbed the fuck out of me. I don't know. I don't think, man. I don't know about the y'all. I don't know what Steve Kane thought about that. I never got his thoughts on the original Mankind character. Oh my god! He was just oh. Fever, you hear? Well, it's well. I mean, you know. Well, you know, I'm. It it might. Well, my thought at the time was. Oh my God! What have you done to Cactus Jack? Yeah. <laughs> what have you because, done? Because I mean, yeah. yo, I had, I had, let's put it this way, I had known Cactus Jack from the days when he actually had a last name. Right. Cactus Jack Manson. Yes. Oh yeah. He was. He was working. That's he was working. Uh, he was working in the. Uh, um, in the Northeast for uh, Joseph Boldy when I first when I first saw him, right. And then and um, and then I mean, you know, from and then yeah. Go ahead, Steve. Sorry, I was gonna say and then and then from there he uh, wound up. Uh, in Japan, wound up in Texas, wound up back in Japan again, um, went to Memphis, mm-hmm. uh, then then WCW, and then finally WWF. Right. Mm. Quite stance card. I loved the yep. original Mankind character. I thought it was genius. I thought the more comedic that they made but Mankind. It, it made you, yeah, but it made you keep your pants. <laughs> yes. Yep. It made me poop my pants and go squish. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, oh, God. Oh, oh, Sean. <laughs> I know. He's just just patting a thousand tonight, isn't he? I tell you. Seriously, you are I mean. worthy. Oh my God, you puke worthy prick. <laughs> no, um, no, man, no, I'm gonna be sick. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm. Let's way. I'm about, I'm about ready to, ready to pop closing time right now. Just, just to, just to get you off the air. Seriously. Right. I can hang up on his ass, but he'll call back in. <laughs> um, the thing yeah, about but it if is, I disconnect, that, that's it. The show's over. <laughs> this is true. Uh, the thing about it is this: 
there aren't many characters out there that are that real in wrestling anymore. Mankind in the original form was real. The more the comedic they made him, the less serious he was. I mean, even, even, and I don't care what anybody has to say about this opinion, even the boogeyman, okay? He did it for me, too. He was creepy as shit. The worms made me ill. So, yeah, he was creepy as shit. I'm the boogeyman, and I'm coming to get ya. <laughs> no, coming to get ya. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's coming to get me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So, we're going to get into SmackDown and Raw. Okay. Goody, goody, goody. And then the rest of the news. Here we go. Now get the guns, the drugs, from my generation, I'll take the fall. The saints, no cross the nation, and it's a To the music, we move to the music of Roman Reigns kicking off Raw for the umpteenth million time in a whole block segment. Just, oh, make it stop. Serious. Quit shoving him up my ass. Like he's a freaking suppository that's supposed to make me feel better. It's not. Knock it off, Vince. Fuck off. And then, to make things even worse, we go to Finn Balor versus Constable Corbin. We get Constable Corbin over Finn Balor. That's starting to piss me off something fierce. Everybody's got a job out to this bald-headed chicken fucker. Uh, Then, thanks to Alexa Bliss, Foxy defeated Natalya. Mm-hmm. She's just getting stranger and stranger by the week. I tell you what. (laughs) Elias attacks Bobby Lashley. I don't know who thought that would be a good idea. Right. Well, yeah. So, well, they figure, okay, we're not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna let Bobby have a, uh, have a main angle. So we're gonna put him, we're gonna put him into comedy relief. We're gonna. I'll have him uh you know sit there and play off play off the you know our uh off off um uh, offshoot uh sixties hippie guy. Yeah, in a kimono. Um then yeah. Strowman versus Mahal. Owens appeared and taunted Strowman, got him out of the ring, which led to a count out victory for Mahal. Yep. Apollo Cruz versus Akum. And a huge upset, Cruz defeated Akum. Yeah. That one was actually pretty decent. 
Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. Probably match of the night there. I enjoyed that. That was an excellent match. I like that. You could not you could not go wrong with those with with those two. Then we have the Deletas of Worlds versus the Revival. And unfortunately, thanks to whichever one of the Revival was on the outside, the Deletas of Worlds would be deleted by the would be revivaled by the Revival. Okay, I understand putting your brother over and everything, but to let them how many times? Jesus. Sasha Banks and Bailey versus the Riot Squad. And it's in Bailey and Banks defeating the Riot Squad. Yep. Then Brock Lesnar returned and turned on Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah, yawn, yawn, yawn. Yeah, Billy yeah. and I were discussing that one as it was happening, and he goes, watch, he's going to turn on him. And the second he did, he's like, look, I called it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. We then I go to SmackDown. SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair's return re- leads beautiful. to Carmella's perfectly played plan rune. Uh, Carmella tapping the fuck out. <laughs> I feel no way about her. I don't care. She can, I don't know, just, yeah, she can just go away. In the tag team number one contenders tournament, the Usos and Sheamus and Cesaro had a match that would see the bar defeat the Usos. Yeah. And the thing, the thing on that one was... The uh, the New Day commentary table. I <laughs> hope to God WWE releases an alternate video of that match with just the New Day's commentary because the stuff that they because honestly the stuff that they were saying when they would switch over to it was some hilarious stuff. It was funny as hell. It really yeah. was. It was funny. It's funnier than a fart in a windstorm, I tell you. It really, really was. Yeah. Samoa like Joe. <laughs> Samoa Joe promises to beat AJ Styles so bad that he will send him home to his family where he finally belongs. Oh, my sweet Jesus. Yep. So he's gonna, he said he's going to tear the house down. Jeff Hardy attempted to do an interview where he called out Randy Orton. And Randy Orton snapped on Jeff Hardy. Yeah, it was pretty. We then saw the debut yeah. of Oh, oh now yeah, let's let's talk about let's talk about that because Randy's meltdown? There might there yeah, because there might have been some foreshadowing of something that's going to be happening with Jeff. Because if you because because you think about it, he tore Jeff's shirt off. He, Almost tore his ear off. He no, not this time. He 
he took he broke off he broke off the necklace that has the Hardy Boys logo on it. He then took water and washed off the face paint. Yeah, something's going on. So uh, the way the way I the way I class, the way I posted it is I'm wondering if Jeff is being classified as obsolete. I don't know about that. To me, I not. mean, I mean, you know, I I'm I'm seri- I'm seriously I'm I'm thinking, guys, within a few weeks. We are going to see the return of Brother Nero. Nero. Brother Nero, I have found I you. I knew you'd come. I knew you'd I mean, come. You know, I, I mean, I mean, you know, let's, I mean, guys, because here's the thing, okay? If you, because this is what, this is what I'm seeing, okay? This is just, and this is just my take on it. So, you know, don't anybody sit there and, Call this is you know gospel or anything like that, but okay. here's no here's what I'm here's what I am seeing. Okay, the last few weeks, Matt and Bray have been losing. Okay, at the same yeah, time, much to the piss off of myself. Yeah, right, and I'm at the same angry. time, Jeff has also been on a on a losing end but th- but he's get but you know this was face pain and Jeff. this is not this is not this is not woken brother nero but Randy Orton took away Matt Hardy's identity. Mm-hmm. That too. So, uh, so just just kind just kind of just kind of think about it, and start to add two and two together, and tell me that you don't come up with. The Woken Hardys. Offset. They're coming after Katie. Popo's coming. They're coming well, to take Katie me away. Was, <laughs> it was fun. It was fun having. It was fun having you around. Um, don't don't uh, don't ask me for bail money. <laughs> yeah. No, she sure doesn't ask call you for commentary. Yeah. I'll ask you for just to fill. Yes. Yeah. Fill so my, so my canteen for me, old man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, that sounds that sounds like a heck of an invite. Sounds fair. Uh, Lana? Did yeah, what do you want me to fill Begler? it with? Yeah, Lana, Lana and Selena Vega Selena Vega made her Smackdown debut as a wrestler And 
Selena Vega defeated Lana by pinfall because yeah. of um, Aiden English and Almas. Yep, yep. And Zelina has not lost a step in the ring. I mean, it's it's been a while. It's been a while since she's actively wrestled. Yeah, it has been. But but she can. Yeah. You know, but she definitely, but she definitely, you know, showed that she's that she's got it. Still, she got it going wow. on like Donkey Kong. Got it going yep. on, baby doll. <laughs> <laughs> then in another call out, uh, Daniel Bryan uh, calls care. out the mid. It gets his ass beat. Yeah. By Samoa Joe. Or no, no. By the Miz. By the Miz. Emma Reef. Uh, Carmella versus Charlotte Flair. If Charlotte wins, she is added to the SmackDown or uh, women's tag SmackDown women's title match. Title at match. SummerSlam. Yes. Right. God, that was a mouthful. Um, never. Don't even comment, Katie. Never Keep your mouth mind. shut on that one. On that one. Um, never mind. The champion super kicks for a near fall in transition. Charlotte into a figure four and tapped her out. Uh, yep. Charlotte got her into the figure four and made Carmella tap. And, to for, the fig- and then into the figure eight. Yep. It's now a triple threat that will likely end in the, frame re- the, the queen reclaiming her throne. Yep, yep. Oh, we lost TV we again, guys. Uh oh. Okay. Bye bye, JB. Thank you for calling. Can I love you. Much love. Love we you love you. We love you. Don't lying, lying liars who lie. And that was SmackDown yep. Live. SmackDown Live. SmackDown Live. Smoking yep. a pancake. Oh, man. WWE oh. has quite the memorabilia in storage. Oh, it's amazing. Um, I don't know. I don't know if either of you guys have ever watched uh, Holy Foley. Yes. Um, one or two. I've seen the okay. one where they go to the warehouse. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's they good. they keep everything. They keep everything. Now, I mean the I mean everything that you know, everything that they've done is just you know, it, it, they've they've got it they've got it stored in this place. I definitely want to see. Well, let's have a look. Uh, I don't know what that is. It looks like some kind of gear. Road Warriors gear. 
Undertaker's old casket. Yeah, they've got um, they've got all of those. One of the caskets that got set on fire. I mean, they they've got everything. Wow. That's just amazing, the stuff that they've got. And could you imagine it, whenever they sell or do a big auction there, what that stuff's going to go for? Except, except, they, except they won't. They won't. One billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, look at that. I mean, they got old ring ropes and turnbuckles. You know, old, uh, you know, old ring parts. Yep. They ain't giving none of that shit up. None of it. Nope. Then they'll nope. add on to that warehouse more and more. They'll keep all the stages, all the rings, everything. Just in case. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, hey, it's because I mean, if you if you think about it, um, a lot of the stuff that they uh, use banner wise in that for uh, the Manhattan Center 25th anniversary of Bra, where did it where did it come from? What? What the, the warehouse? Who's Bra? <laughs> oh my god I, I'm telling you I, just, I swear folks I only had one glass of wine Okay only one Just one I swear Are you, Okay okay Was was it maybe 120 proof wine Cause man No it's only 11 It's not the 13% Don't worry Oh, jeez. I'm having yeah. frappe chata. Oh, God. That just sounds like poop in a cup. Well, I am having... I am having... Carbonated grape water. And it's just carbonated grape water. It's not wine. Oh, I like carbonated... I like the carbonated flavored water. It's good stuff. My favorite yeah. raspberry, of course. <laughs> yep. No, seriously. No. If you're if you're looking, if you're trying to get away from the well, pop, well, and you don't, and seriously, if you're trying to get away from the pop, and you know, and you really really like your bubbles, get a flavored bubbly water, and there's no calories in them. They're great. They're awesome. And your teeth and your waistline will thank you. All right. Well, Steve, take it away with the latest news. Well, I we pretty okay. I mean, you know, about, about the only thing that we really haven't uh, covered in. Is the is the uh, latest um, uh, additions to the uh, May Young Classic? Um, 
Yeah, she started uh, saying so, something about it today. Yeah. Um, Hiroyo Matsumoto, um, Ariel Monroe, and Vanessa Craven have been uh, have have been added to the uh, to the lineup for the uh, second year of the of the May Young Classic. Um, there will uh, there will be there will be some uh, some returning some returning people. Um, let me. Let me let me see if I can pull up the Yeah, here we go. So let's okay. Yeah, um because uh because we met because we mentioned last night that um uh that uh, Madison Rain is uh is going is going to be um in there um but, but speaking of, I'll interrupt you for a second but speaking of the Neon Classic Kaiser Rays is finally getting her shot at Baszler Shayna Baszler thoughts boys honestly yeah. so my so here on so, that, I think wait I think Kaiser okay. Rays is going to get Get herself torn a new belly button, asshole, and nasal passages and everything because you don't know what you're facing when you're facing Shayna Baszler. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yep. All right. So here's. So here's okay. So here's the uh, um, current lineup of uh, competitors for uh, the May Young Classic. Um, Ariel Monroe. Um, Madison is now going is now going as Ashley Rain. Oh. Um, uh, Diana Purazzo, who of course just recently uh, recently signed with uh, WWE. Um, Lo Shirai, who is uh, one of the great Japanese stars. Uh, Hiroyo Matsumoto, who we just talked about. Um, Isla Dawn, who represents Scotland. Um, Jesse Elbin, another uh, U.S. product. Uh, somebody named Ginny. Uh, That's all the name they got is Ginny. Uh, um, Casey Cantanzaro. And uh, that and that name might, if, that's, uh, if that seems a little bit familiar... Um, Casey Cantanzaro is one of the top American Ninja Warrior competitors. Ooh, very cool. So that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting to uh see how well she fares. Um of course uh and of course uh, this uh, marks the return to WWE of Celeste Bonin, aka Caitlin. Um, Karen Q. China, uh, return is uh, Kavita Devi, um, the uh, NXT developmental uh, star from India. Um, 
Killer Kelly from Portugal, Lacey Lane, U.S. Um, Miko Sumura uh, from um, Two more returnees, uh, Mercedes Martinez and uh, Mia Yim. Nicole Matthews. And then our uh, friend Priscilla Kelly is making her debut. Very nice. I'm um, Raina Gonzalez. Raina Gonzalez. Uh, Rhea Ripley is uh, is returning. Um, Tainara Conti, who is a uh, NXT talent, will be in it. Um, Tegan Knox, another uh, NXT talent, will be in it. Tony Storm is returning. Um, and of course, fans love Tony, and she uh, also apparently does have a uh, WWE contract which like I talked about uh, several weeks back with uh, with the uh, English stars in their case they still get to do the other dates it's just uh, um, WWE is assigned priority so if WWE wants them for a date they go um, uh, Zia Brookside who is the daughter of NXT uh, tr- uh, of uh, NXT Performance Center trainer Robbie Brookside, who of course was a great uh, star in the heyday of British wrestling, and then uh, the last competitor is uh, um, Zuxis, who is uh, Puerto Rican. So, all right. Well, guys, I think that covers it, and I don't want to. I don't want to risk <clears throat> us getting cut off. So I think so we should uh, call it call it a night. Uh, don't forget next Tuesday to be back here for uh, Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil, and next Wednesday we get high with the Stoner Brothers. Oh, so. All right. Oh, yeah. so, like, uh, so it looks like Sean is left. Yeah, so I am the yeah. dean of wrestling referee Steve Kane, along with my co-host. <laughs> the reason why the show can never be a bag of dicks. Chad and Katie. Well, folks, you know the drill. You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Get out and take your friends. Good night, you. everybody. Tip your weight stuff. We'll be here all week. Maybe. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.